The following podcast is brought to you by the Village Zendo. For more information, visit villagezendo.org. Good morning, everyone. Um, I'm going to do a little bit of a sound check. I know things are a little bit... Oh, oh, I got a thumbs up, so I guess everyone is hearing me okay. That's, that's perfect. Thank you. Um, my name is um, Muke, um, and for some of you who I've not met for the first time, um, given COVID, uh, I'm one of the senior students at the Village Zendo, and also the, the co-leader of the People of Color Sitting Group, uh, which, and I'd like to uh, thank those members of the group who are with us on the, uh, on the call this morning. Um, it's uh, nice to have you, all of your presence here with, with me this morning. Uh, I'd like to uh, share uh, an experience I had uh, last month, <clears throat> excuse me, prior to our, our, our retreat. I was at an interview with Zen Peacemakers and which the person who was being uh, uh, interviewed was a Jesuit priest by the name of Greg Boyle. Uh, and Greg Boyle is uh, based in uh, LA and he founded, uh, he worked in a very poor parish in, in, in LA and he founded Homeboy Industries, uh, which is a uh, organization that works with gangs, both men and women, and how uh, and it's the largest in the world, and they provide a lot of opportunities for both men and women to return back to life, uh, to return to work, to return to school, to get an education, and their biggest emphasis is on the reconciliation between themselves and their rival gang members see each other and in the talk he gave a little bit of a history about uh the founder of the jesuits a man by the name of ignatius of Loyola, who lived in the uh, during the reformation period in europe and he was born into a rich family and became a soldier and it was in the course of a battle that he was severely injured and he couldn't fight anymore and uh he then went into a depression and started going on uh, religious pilgrimages and he became uh, very caught up in these pilgrimages and uh, would uh, record each of his spiritual experiences in the diary and uh, father boyle said uh, on february 27 1544 he wrote in his diary the word acatamento acatamento and he would go back to his notes and he would continue to circle vision very, very vigorously, acatamento, acatamento. And it doesn't uh, mean reverence, but it translates into something to, it's like to look at something with attention, to pay attention to what is going on or affectionate awe. Our study text this Angle period, the practice of the treasury of luminosity, I believe that text and Akatamento complement each other. From the text, breathing in, breathing out, hearing, touching, without thoughts of separation, is just the silent illumination of luminosity, in which body and mind are single. Thus, when someone calls, you immediately answer. A simple text, 
a difficult teaching. No separation, single, one. Difficult because we do it all the time. Definite awe manifests itself as, uh, not desperate, I'm sorry, affectionate awe manifests itself as affectionate disdain. I live in Manhattan, and I was watching the news this morning, and the uh, news was about uh, how a violent weekend had been. A number of shootings had occurred in the Bronx and in places which are not too far away from where I live, and, another, and some in Brooklyn. And it was very easy, I found, to demonize what had happened uh, in, in those shootings, gang wars, rivals, and innocent people being killed. And it really caused me to pause and to think about a continental, to look at something with attention, to pay attention to what is going on. And it led me to think about in this talk, how do you and me develop a stance in the world that, that dismantles the barrier that divides? How do you and me stand with attention and go to the margins and hear the voices of those who are demonized, who are shamed, who are bullied, basically those who are othered? The writer of our text writes, in this luminosity, usual people and sages, deluded and enlightened, <clears throat> and I might add, able-bodied and disabled-bodied, rich, not so rich, healthy, ill, old, young, whatever your gender, whatever your economics, whatever your class, we're all the same. We're all the same. But how do we hear these voices? <clears throat> how do we connect? My guess, if we were to practice, to stand with attention, to go to the margins, a continento, we connect. Why? Because, as in the text we read, we intimately realize who we are looking at face to face with your, just as your grandfather in the village. In other words, we will see each, we will see who is in front of us, not watch who's in front of us. Say that again. We will see who is in front of us, not watch who's in front of us. The barrier divide, dissolves and you and me become us. And, and I'd like to think, it's not about making a difference, because if we have an agenda that comes with making a difference, going back to the text, we read, we are those with only hearsay knowledge who fabricate, fabricate enlightenment experiences. A continental. What does it take for us to pause, pay attention, and to see what is going on? 
The text ends with, we spend too much time with hearsay and fabrications. We are wasting time. And then that takes us away from really what the purpose, I believe, of our practice is, is that when somebody calls, we respond. We immediately answer. A complimental. A complimental. Normally I would find some kind of a poem or, or saying to end a talk with, but I didn't. I got in trouble at a Zen Peacemakers meeting where you come say we're coming up with a, 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 a new um, message. And I said, well, what we don't need is fortune cookie. What we need is authenticity. A contramental. Let's pay attention. Let's stand with. Let's look at those who are before us. Because when we're seen, notice I said when we're seen, not when they're seen. When we're seen, it's beautiful. <laughs>